Downing, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Through Pierre, back in the saddle for another terrific Tuesday, friends. Torch Report 352, the battle for the soul of America. Joe Biden just announced he is running for re-election to, quote, finish the job. And here's what that actually means. When you hear the words finish the job, you know that Joe, he doesn't have enough gray matter left in his brain to finish anything, you know. So what is it that Joe Biden intends to do when he claims he's going to finish the job? He's been overseeing the destruction of our lovely country, but he's not quite done yet. He's been forcing uh, forcing the fundamental transformation of American consciousness, which is nearly complete. But evidently, there's some final stages that we need to go through before he can deliver us into the socialist technology no dystopian hell, the globalists, globalists call future earth. Friends, that's what this is really all about, future earth. It's about the progressive agenda. It's about the commie cabal. All of it comes together in future earth. And we've talked a lot about future earth in past episodes. Actually, you got to go way back uh, to the beginning of last year, over a year ago to get into the early uh, research on future earth. But today, Today is a good day to remind everybody exactly what these authoritarian psychopaths plan to do. Link there in the report. Screenshot here, friends. If you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com to check out this cool little screenshot of Future Earth. And you'll see right here it says Future Earth works to accelerate transformations to global sustainability through research and innovation. Our focus is a systems-based approach that seeks to deepen our understanding of complex Earth systems and human dynamics across different disciplines and underpin systems-based policies and strategies for sustainable development. How wonderful. Isn't it such... I, I, it's just... It's such a... It's a... Great vision. <laughs> you know, it's, it's an enticing call to rise to the challenge of stemming the tide so the polar bears don't drown and humanity doesn't destroy the earth. But let me just translate future earth for you in plain speak here. Future earth is working to accelerate the transformations necessary to install an inescapable socialist surveillance state that dictates compliance with the science that they've created just to justify their own Orwellian takeover over every aspect of our everyday lives. That's what they're really trying to say. According to their website, I read, quote, Future Earth was officially announced in June of 2012 at the UN Conference on Sustainable Development, that was Rio Plus 20, to be created as a global initiative to strengthen the interface between policy and science, period, end quote. Future Earth was officially announced by the Global Cabal over 20 years ago, UN Conference on Sustainable Development. It's a global initiative to strengthen the interface between policy and science, to strengthen the interface between policy and science, okay? So Future Earth 
they are creating the science that is then driving the policy. That's how this system works. But it's really important to realize future Earth is not some fringe conspiracy. Rather, it is a central component in the global cabal's plans to enslave humanity under authoritarian half-baked ESG regulations, the environmental, social, and corporate governance that's taken the world by storm. And at this point, all of these initiatives, and every single one of them, friends, every single one of them is Marxist, socialist, communist at their core. All of them have been baked into the UN Sustainable Development Goals, Agenda 2030, and the myriad international treaties that have cropped up and been driving public policy for the last several decades. I know, like myself, many of you are, are new to this and realizing, holy smokes, these guys have been at this for a really long time, and they have this plan to create the science, to drive the policy, to con control us all. Friends, make no mistake. Future Earth is a well-funded endeavor. Uh, also reading here in a little excerpt from their, from their website, they say they're currently governed by the International Science Council, uh, the Belmont Forum of Funding Agencies, the UN Education Scientific, UNICEF, UNESCO, I should say, the UN Environmental Program, the United Nations University, the World Meteorological Organization, and on and on and on. And there are three things I think that everyone needs to know about this vision for the future. Okay, this is, I mean, they are so plugged in. They're so well-funded. They have tentacles reaching around the globe in every which way. And they have a vision that's enticing. They're trying to sell it to the masses, in particular to the youth. And we'll get to that in just a minute. But there are three things at the outset I think everyone needs to know. Number one, primo, numero uno, it is absolutely not based on science or logic or rational thinking. Future Earth, uh, you know, science, logic, rational thinking, those are things, those are relics of the past, okay? At best, Future Earth is being built on wishful thinking. Oh, we're going to save the world. Kumbaya, you know? At worst, it's a culmination of a eugenics and depopulation agenda that dates back over a century. We've gotten into all of this, and both of those things are true. It is wishful thinking, it is eugenics and a depopulation agenda, and thus the wise will note that every effort undertaken by this organization, Future Earth and all of the rest of their partners, it's all aimed at consolidating power and control in the hands of the global elite and eradicating national sovereignty and personal freedom in the process. Okay. The second thing I want to point out, uh, numero dos, is understanding that the ends justify the means. Okay. Their deceptive language has a hidden higher meaning and socialistic interpretation that is the exact contrary to what's being stated. That comes directly out of the Communist Manifesto, and thus it would be wise to very carefully parse their language. I put all the links in there so you can dig in and research, and friends, I realize many of you don't have time to dig in and research, but I spend hours. I've been researching for, oh, since about four hours ago, and so now here we are, you know, getting into it. If you have time to get into it, pay attention to their words. Parse the language carefully. When they claim that their Earth Systems Governance Project, that's their title, Earth Systems Governance, is exploring political solutions and novel, more effective governance systems. What they are saying, 
friends is that they are attacking national sovereignty in order to institute the new world order. That's just one example of many, many, many. But the third point here to point out before we dive deep here is that by with that numero tres, <laughs> uh, by linking climate health to public health and safety, as discussed, the globalists believe that they have created the one agenda to rule them all. That was one of my favorite reports, Torch Report 93, one agenda to rule them all. But the idea here is that they've convinced and conditioned enough people to accept the premise that humanity is destroying the planet. And that creates a catastrophic risk or the perception of catastrophic risk that only global governance can address. They introduce a circular loop of logic that is based on their own concocted science, and they demand that the world comply. <laughs> you know, resistance is futile. You must comply. You know, that the success of socialism is based on the eradication of opposition. But you might be wondering, Luke. What the heck does any of this have to do with Joe Biden's battle for the soul of America? Friends, I'm glad you asked. Do you recall Joe the sock puppet Joe Biden's borrowed slogan and campaign promise to build back better? We've dug into it. We've looked at that. I showed you where it comes from, the WEF, etc. That was uh, Torch Report 172, the next big lie. Do you remember the monumental Inflation Reduction Act of 2022? It was dubbed the most aggressive action on tackling the climate crisis in American history. Friends, do you really think good old Joe came up with any of this on his own? Obviously not. You know, the senile octogenarian, you know, he, he is already the oldest sitting president. And he laughably intends to run for re-election at age 84. I, I just, it's laughable. I can't, you know, they're mocking us, friends. It's just another smack in the face. But clearly, this old senile sock puppet is not the one in charge. That is to say, old Joe isn't running the show, which begs the question, of course, who is running the show? Who is destroying our country? Who is shoving this globalist agenda down our throats? Friends, that would be. The secret cabal. And again, secret cabal, those are not my words. Those are their words. Rockefeller's memoirs talks about the secret cabal trying to undermine the U.S. and institute a new world order. This secret cabal of global elites, Biden's handlers, and the deep state agents of change who are embedded throughout the U.S. government, that's who's calling the shots. That's who's driving this agenda at the global level. And it is affecting us uh, at the national and the state and the local level as well. Now, when the sock puppet mouthed his intention to finish the job, you can almost picture a sock puppet. I'm going to finish the job. Anyway, uh, we should interpret that as the globalists intending to prop up this administration for another four years in order to more fully implement the ESG agenda, the radical environmental agenda, and to solidify the conscious transformation of American public sentiment. 
alternately, you know, that's that's one way to frame it. I really believe that that's the case. They're using Joe as a placeholder so that they can work their way and have their way with the American people. An alternate uh, possibility here is that they, the global cabal, the secret global cabal, could intend to use and abuse this sock puppet until the precise moment they replace him with whomever they have uh, waiting in the wind. No doubt some young global leader of some sort. So it could just be a transitory thing. They think that they can beat Trump with Biden in this election and all that, and then they're going to replace him. Still, another possibility exists that they intend to use this administration to instigate the hung election and the civil war that they've been predicting, uh, which if you think about that, you know, they've said, I predict a civil election and a, uh, I'm sorry, a hung election in the civil war. Bill Gates has said that Uh, the other people have picked up on that as well. But if that happens, hung election and civil war, that's going to further and more severely weaken the U.S. on the world stage. And of course, then that opens the door to foreign aggression, uh, even the potential for international intervention. If democracy in the U.S. falls prey to any violent right wing extremist who attempt to overthrow the most popular sock puppet ever elected, you can kind of see how that might play out. In fact, friends, in, in the announcement speeches Uh, Both Biden and Harris put out there, they were just deriding the so-called extremists who want to take our country backwards. It's it's just the same thing they say over and over again. Of course, it comes as no surprise, you know, that for the last several years, they've been campaigning, you know, pushing the propaganda to paint anyone who challenges the corrupt narrative in these, you know, these negative dehumanizing terms, violent right wing extremists, Christian insurrectionists, you know, homophobic, xenophobic bigots, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, as we, we were talking about in Torchport 190, a big step toward tyranny. That was when Joe Biden was standing in front of the blood red signs and he's shaking his fist at the sky. It's all of this shameful and hateful rhetoric that's setting the stage for something that's straight out of a World War II history book, friends. And the recent media purge that we were talking about yesterday, that only serves as a confirmation that that is exactly the direction that we're headed, and we're headed there fast. Interestingly enough, today, thehill.com was out with a piece uh, titled, Has Media's Big Purge Begun? That's what I was talking about yesterday. And I don't think that they're reading the torch report, but they might be, you know, a little bit of opposition research. But, you know, has the media's purge, big purge begun? That's a title of a piece in the Hill mainstream uh, news outlet. So given the fact that the Hill is lamenting that this big media purge hasn't happened sooner, They're claiming that Tucker Carlson and others are among the worst purveyors of misinformation and and questioning the outcome of the election and the science, you know, and all of this is the worst threat to democracy. You know, I'm guessing that we're going to be hearing more of this. This big media purge needs to happen. This big media purge is necessary to keep people safe from misinformation and and to keep democracy safe from the threats to democracy and the hell for all free, uh, hell for all, um, what the hell is it? Ah, yes, that's right. Free speech is a free for all hellscape. Because of that, we know that we should, you know, we're going to see more of this. They want and are justifying and are pushing for the removal of dissenting perspectives in journalism, in the public sphere at large. That's major. That 
is major. As we were talking about yesterday, it really sets the stage and opens the door to the possibility for the most heinous crimes against humanity and all of that. So we're going to see more of it. At this point, journalists are now cheering for the censoring and removal of journalists because, well, they're idiots. <laughs> no, because they've been uh, because of menticide, because of mental warfare, psychological conditioning, transformation of consciousness, etc. Friends, meanwhile, the media as a whole is going to continue to circle the wagons around the globalist agenda. They're going to continue to the parrot, the state-funded talking points, the narrative, they're going to completely censor any and all information that might lead a curious peasant to question, what the hell is going on here? And this, of course, is all part of building trust in the Trusted News Initiative. Because when they remove dissenting perspectives, and then it appears like everyone thinks and believes the same things, and then all of a sudden, you know, since everyone seems to be saying the same thing, well, gosh, it must be true. Thus, the sheep continue to trust what they are hearing, as if it is the only unmitigated, holy, and sacred truth, which, of course, is a lie. Now, perhaps even more disturbing than all that, friends, media outlets like the BBC are now actively targeting underage readers with instructions for kids to propagandize their parents. Put a link in the report here today, friends. Don't take my word for it. The Torch Report is the truth you can trust. Check it out. Reading directly off of the BBC's Earth Day pitch piece, quote, you want to go vegan to help the planet, but you're not paying for the shopping. You think trains are better than planes, but your dad books the summer holiday. Young people are some of the world's most powerful climate leaders and want rapid action to tackle the problem. It makes a lot of sense. Higher temperatures and raising sea levels will impact the youngest alive today far more than older generations. But the power to act is often still in the hands of older people, including parents, period. End quote. I really don't like these people targeting our children. But think about how twisted that is. Telling a kid, oh, you want to go vegan, you want to save the planet, but your old fuddy-duddy parents, they just want to eat beef and drink beer. <laughs> you know, anyway, I, I've covered the fact that communists target children for exploitation. They're always seeking to drive wedges between parents and children. It's an openly stated goal of obliterating the hallowed institution of family. Karl Marx claims that faint-hearted radicals, they might balk at the assertion, but then he goes on to say that's exactly what they intend to do. Friends, there is no question that this effort to exploit children is central to commie tactics, and there's really no question why. By controlling our kids, they control our future. Controlling children is, is their key to our Future. Friends, if you need to brush up on all of that, I put several links in there in the report today. Why are they targeting children? The very strange agenda, next level indoctrination, how they target children, the adaptation agenda, and when they take your guns and children. And just in case, Drag Queen Story Hour and states passing laws to keep children's transitions a secret from their parents, just in case that's not enough to convince you that these perverts are in fact targeting our children, consider Biden's recent assertion. He says, and I quote, there's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are 
all our children, period, end quote. The state thinks they own your children. Well, kumbaya, effing yaw, friends. It disgusts me. It pisses me off. But that is not the point. I know I am far from alone in wanting to stand and fight to defend our children, to protect our children. Friends, protect your children. Love your children. And realize that at this point in history, We have to provide them with more than just structure and discipline. Nowadays, we must teach our children how to defend themselves, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally from the predators, the groomers and the abusers in the media, in academia, in the schools, in our very own government. We must teach our children to resist assimilation into the collective hive mind, to categorically reject the farcical assertions of expert consensus and to passionately reclaim their fundamental rights to live and breathe as free human beings, despite all the radical environmentalists and the communist revolutionaries trying to convince them otherwise. Friends, in short, we must teach future generations what it means to be an American. In order to win this battle for the soul of America, we must lead by example, and failure is not an option. Resist, we must! And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart on the app or the website. Click that heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this terrific Tuesday, friends, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.